Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to What's the Big Deal? Where we talk about rational topics in an irrational time. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast, Numero Ocho. I'm your host Tyrell with my main man, Songi. And we have a special guest today. Emily, I'm on the U Ottawa track team and I study psych and public administration. All right, so we have a fair amount of topics to get through today. So first topic that we were discussing before the podcast even started was multitasking. Is it a myth? I don't know. Is it a myth? Yes, it's a myth. Of course it's a myth. Have you ever heard of somebody doing something 100%? And doing something else 100% no, but at the that, same time. Is, is that possible? Is that That's, mul- is that's that- what multitasking is. Doing two things to the best of your ability. Okay, to the best of your ability doesn't mean 100%. I would also say it just means switching back and forth between tasks really quickly. Which you can do at 100% depending on the task. But it doesn't have to be 100% anyways. You, know you just what? said to you the best what? of your ability. You, you make a good point there, Emily. You say that when you're switching... When you're switching back and forth from a task, yes, switching back and forth, that's not necessarily multitasking. You're doing one thing at a time still. Yeah, understood. Okay, but um, multitasking, it could be done without doing 100%. Mm-hmm. And like, technically, um, aren't we multitasking right now? Yeah, you make a great point right there, Tara. We, we are pretty much multitasking. We are pretty much multitasking, yeah. I was also going to say, like, for example, I have issues paying attention in class, like strong yeah. issues. And if I try and just listen to the teacher, I'll fall asleep every single time. But if I'm okay. doing other things at the same, the same time, it keeps me awake mm-hmm. so I can actually learn more, even if it's not as good as like a student who could maybe yeah. focus 100%, but I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing other things at the same time, yeah. it helps. And there's a lot of people who have like ADHD and stuff too, like mm-hmm. in high schools where they put you in the chairs or whatever yeah. that where you move around so that you could pay attention in class because you have to be doing something at the same time okay so but, but what what other things are you doing are you doing something that needs your attention or something just in the background while you well, do another task perform another task well like let's say if i was um talking to you okay uh, i'm talking to you and i am playing angry birds on my phone Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really require me to look at it. Yeah. I just I just know that I have to. Like, Are you really to, paying attention to what I'm saying? If you play Angry am. Birds and I'm talking to you. Well, I'm not paying attention to my score on Angry Birds, <laughs> but I'm paying attention to you. But by paying attention to me, are you really giving the attention and the focus that that's not, this not, game needs? It, are, are, that's are, not are what you, it's about. It's about, what is it about it's about multitasking, right? <laughs> I can do three things too. I can play okay, Angry so, Birds on my phone, talk to mm-hmm. you, and and uh like play with some massage balls in my head <laughs> <laughs> well we just talk about something about pause or uh multitasking i think it comes down to whether or not you can be effective you know whatever you're doing if you can do those two things effectively well, like I was saying earlier before the podcast started, um, you can't do, for example, like text and drive because it's going to be too distracting for driving. So it really depends on like what the task is to do it 100%. Okay, I'm, that's another I mean, great point right there. Texting and driving, that's multitasking. Eh? I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> you you can text and drive. What? <laughs> 
You're not allowed to. But so all of you listening, everyone listening, please don't get influenced by. Don't text and drive. That's not what we're telling you to do. It's just that right now. we know that you've done it. <laughs> and have you died? And we will find you. Probably no, not. Kidding. Yeah, but you probably almost hit the curb or something. Almost, you know? but you're still here today, hopefully. Um, Maybe you have some good reflexes coming off of that. So then you're pretty good at multitasking. Hopefully the people on the street also have good reflexes. <laughs> so how will we come to the conclusion that you can multitask, but it's near impossible to do it 100% on both sides? Or for both tasks or any tasks that you're doing. I still think it's super dependent on what it is. It's my example for people with like ADHD and in classrooms and such, where you do have to like do other things at the same time to pay attention. At 100%? Well, you won't be at any percent otherwise. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's possible to multitask. Okay, let's but just finish off with that. In, in the sense where if one of the things you don't need to give your focus to be successful in a completing a task well like, then are we talking like extreme multitasking like at a professional level or well, just so there's levels to this that's what you're making it seem to be like like can, i'm just saying can you really because yeah. there's different types of multi, no there's not different types of multitasking but there's di- there's levels to this obviously okay right um multitasking could be me writing an essay while holding a stress ball in my hand yeah. right that's a low level multitasking because it doesn't require that much uh, is it really attention does it though? it is multitasking because you're doing two things at the same time that's all multitasking requires you to do just two two tasks yeah. at the same time simultaneously okay and let's, then there's a professional and then there's a uh, professional multitasking right let's say okay. if you were um you were the coach and the player at the same time like mm-hmm. LeBron James, okay? He multitasks all the time because he's the coach, player, owner. <laughs> <laughs> he owns a team. <laughs> no, he has different roles. He doesn't multitask them. He does no, one no, at a time. Yeah. When he's not playing, well, he's on the court. When he's not focused on being a player, he's focused on coaching his, his team, right? He can't, he can't be... Okay, you're taking it too literal. Taking the ball to the rim and coaching his, his teammate at, at the same time. That's not what I meant. I didn't mean it like literally. I'm just saying like... A lot of people well, like I take to see, stuff literally. A lot of people like a lot of people <laughs> like to view LeBron James as a player and coach, which is technically a multitasking. But regardless, mm-hmm. I do think that people can multitask. Okay, well, do you believe so? I I, I believe otherwise. I think you don't think people can. Can you multitask? No. Can I multitask? Yeah. I can multitask, but it's more effective. If I'm just focused on okay, one but, but, but task I didn't, at I, a time. I didn't ask for anything else. I asked you if you can multitask. <laughs> yes or no. So what, what's the yes next topic no. we got going on? Yes or no? Can I multitask? Yeah. You said yes. Just 10 I seconds ago, yes. and then you added on I said yes. sentence. Okay, yes. Did I say yes? Yes, you did. <laughs> we can run it back. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Um, so this is a issue that a lot of people... Um, well, I feel like this is like an everyday thing, right? Yeah. Um, racism... Mm-hmm. and people around you that are racist as well. Um, so let's say if I was, let's say uh, you don't know me, okay, Sungi? Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking to somebody else, like you were just waiting for a bus, okay? And mm-hmm. I'm talking to somebody, maybe is one of my friends or whatever, yeah. and I am basically 
saying some de- degraded stuff to him, like mm-hmm. racist, like borderline racism stuff. But it's okay because we're boys, right? Mm-hmm. It's fine. He doesn't say anything about it. Is that is that I'm, really okay? I'm though? white. He's black. He doesn't say anything about it. Like uh-huh. he's not telling me don't say that. But I mean, you're mm-hmm. listening, over listening, right? Yeah. And you're like, wait, what the? F-? Like, mm-hmm. why isn't he saying anything about it? Is it okay? Is it okay to turn a blind eye to the problem that you just saw? Or should you, like, step up and say something about it? Well, it all all depends on the relationship that they have between each other, right? And if, say, if if you're comfortable with the situation, I can't just come in and and say something. I wasn't really a part part of in the first place. Now, if it it were said to me, I wouldn't be comfortable with... With with if, racism, if it, you know, so it makes do- me uncomfortable, and I'd have to say something about it. But. So if it doesn't involve you, then why should you like bother, right? Well, if, if the person who is like on he's the not receiving talk- end isn't isn't showing discomfort or you know a f- offense to it, then mm-hmm. I guess in that sense. It's- but then wouldn't you be ignoring racism, which would further uh, like? Like pour into the problem of racism, which is like turning a blind eye, right? In, in that case, yeah. But I have an example. My nephews. I have some nephews who who like to use the N word often, and then, you know, just joking around with each other and speaking. And if I hear that, I tell them not to use that word Are they because white? it's offensive. Nah. Okay. <laughs> They're not white. It's, it's a just because like it's the meaning different. behind it, you yeah, know. Yeah. Even even if they think it's it's for fun. Understood. Or just Understood. But this is different scenario, though, right? Mm. Like those 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 kids are actually like people of color, and they can use the word. But that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But you're witnessing like a white guy yeah. be racist, like blatantly racist in front of your face to his friend that is okay with it because he does it all the time, or maybe that he just doesn't want to stick up for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in a case like that, it might be best to maybe ask the friend first to make sure what was going on, like the guy he was talking to. Mm-hmm. You could ask him and make sure that you're, what you're experiencing is reality is what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like confronting the person doing it, well, I think like morally you should. Yeah. It's also like you don't, you can't just go up to a random person and confront them because that's not really safe mm-hmm. in a lot of scenarios. True, good point. But I think it might be harder uh, or like more morally ambiguous if it's like a situation where you really like someone and they say something mm-hmm. like that and not like a family member because it's easy to say no to your family members but yeah. like someone not not parents that's a different thing but like cousins or whatever i feel like is it pretty easy to say no to like younger cousins because yeah. they're young but yeah. like someone that you respect in like a friendship or something it might get harder you know i i heard something from um my girlfriend she told me when she lived in california i believe it was california or something somewhere in the states She's saying everyone there, no matter what skin color, uses the N-word and everyone's cool with it. And that's just like her, she was she was telling me about this and she felt really uncomfortable and apparently she was told that she was allowed to use it and she's like, nah, I'm not gonna use that word. It's not right. And she's telling me people there are so comfortable with using it and no one says anything about it. So that's like making the problem even worse. So everybody was okay at one time, right? With mm-hmm. other people saying it. And then nobody said anything about it to stop people saying it. And now it's everybody just that's, saying that's it. it. 
but also go back and going back on what Emily was saying, um, like to speak to the friend maybe and see if he wants, see if he's okay with it. Sometimes mm. they don't want to um, put themselves in that situation and say that they're not okay with it because they might fear that they will get embarrassed mm. in front of their friend that is clearly being the one racist to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe they've just been friends for so long. He's just like, ah, whatever. Like, like he's my friend, right? But yeah. you do need that person to step up in your friend's face mm-hmm. and to tell him, hey, I don't care if you guys have been friends for seven years. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. And you should know better and you should not do that. And if you really mm-hmm. liked your friend, if you really like loved him, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't be doing that in the first place. Yeah. And maybe you didn't know any better, but like this is a reality check for you mm-hmm. and you should know better and you're not being a great friend to your friend and even if he says you, you're allowed to mm-hmm. you're not allowed to because you know it's wrong and it is wrong so I was gonna say like if you don't step up for it and you feel it then you're just furthering the issue mm-hmm. in general um, and then um there's something I was going to say about, on, that okay. thing, on, on that point, but I forget. On what she was saying, too, um, if you don't step up, like, it's the same thing we see all the time on Instagram, Worldstar, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. People getting in fights, nobody stepping up, everybody's just recording. Mm-hmm. So everybody else can see the world. Everybody else in, that sees the videos, they're like, ah, oh, damn, I didn't get that video. Mm-hmm. You know, ah, I could have got Worldstar views and stuff. So it's always good to step up because yeah. you don't know what could happen. Oh, sorry. The other thing I was going to say, I remember now, was like, it's an issue, issue of association as well. Like, do you want to be associated with someone like that? Because mm-hmm. who your friends are represent who you are. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think of it as a huge issue, then you might be put under the same category as that person as well. Mm-hmm. And that could be rightfully so because you are also ignoring a problem. So like, is the embarrassment with your friend worth the embarrassment of like your life with other people? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you know, for myself as well, there's sometimes where my friends would just be ignorant, right? Um, and I, like, sometimes they say it in public or say something in public, mm-hmm. and I'm like, bro, it's not the time or place for that, okay? Yeah. Don't say that. Sometimes I wish that somebody else would have heard them yeah, so that they would understand what they would have to go through. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- what are the uh, consequences for your actions? Yeah. So, like, if they would have said something, right, in front of a group of, like, black people or something, and then those guys would have been like, yo, you're going to get chin-checked. Let them know. <laughs> you're going to get chin-checked. So it's always good to step up for people. But mm-hmm. what about it when it comes to, like, grandparents? Because, you know, people, grandparents, older people, they have an older set of mind. Mm-hmm. So they don't really know any better. Yeah. I, Maybe I, they do know better, but, like, the ways that they grew up, it's a lot different then, right? Because mm-hmm. I have a friend that um, was talking to me about their political views yeah. on um, on Muslims. Yeah. <laughs> Not just Muslims, but mostly the headscarf. Okay. Um, and the way that they view, view things was a little different um, than the way that, like, the way that us younger adults would view things mm-hmm. nowadays, right? Where in Quebec, they're banning um, the hijab mm-hmm. and the niqab. Mm-hmm. Um, from being worn if you're a uh, working well, in a not, not professional that. It's, workplace. It's any religious 
symbols. Yeah. And then, I feel like they screwed that. up on doing that but because. Who does that target is my question. Like who, if you're doing any religious mm -hmm. symbols, like say you have a cross that you wear every yeah. day, you can just tuck that into your shirt. No questions yeah. asked. It, so it targets specific true, people still. True, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they were okay with that. That's mm -hmm. The older people were okay with that because they don't know any better. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they, they don't know any better because yeah. back then, I don't know. They just have the older set of mind. The thing is, I, so I would you would you I, check? I completely agree with that. They do have the older set of mind, but times have changed, and they got to go along with the change. Yeah, you know? but also like, there but, are there are people from their time that you know are around right now and still disagree with you know racism and all of that. Oh, for sure. All those beliefs, like there's no excuse for holding on to beliefs that you once had. It's, it's a little harder for older people to you know let go of how they they were raised in condition but as you get older acceptable. like your viewpoints do get more set in stone and you have to like think about it you're not just replace you're replacing years and years and years of learned experiences that have been mm -hmm. like reinforced by society so it's hard to just now that society's saying one thing if it's mm -hmm. been saying it for 50 years replace that and it's also harder if it's your family members oh, yeah. um because what are you gonna say like let's say it's your parents like don't love your mom Mm -hmm. Well, that's kind of a hard thing to ask. You're like, don't love your grandparents. And yeah, that's the first thing. It's like, it's like having a favorite color your whole life. You know? <laughs> green's been my favorite color my whole life. It's like I wake up tomorrow yeah. and you're telling me, you can't have green as your favorite color, bro. It's red now. I yeah, like, but then. What? But, th but then. But you, green is my favorite color. You're, you're introduced to a new color and then you see the beauty within that new color. No, that but you they, don't see the, before, they don't see you know? the beauty in the new color, though. What beauty? They've always seen beauty in green. I think the solution. How are you gonna tell somebody their new color changed? The solution to that would be just surrounding yourself, being in an environment with with different types of people. Yeah, but no, you know? the, the thing is that there is no solution for it. That's the thing. It's just the way that it, it goes. You know, like you can try and teach them the right ways, but mm -hmm. they do not know the way. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know the way. Um, it can be learned. It could be unlearned. The what racism, the hatred, that can be unconditioned, unlearned. I feel like the people, though, who do change their opinions are probably people who are more liberal and thinking in general. Oh, so for people sure. who are So they might have been showing patterns of, like, that kind of mindset, even though they didn't think that maybe, like, the mm -hmm. specific things were okay. Mm -hmm. But they probably were people who were more open-minded with, uh, open-minded to begin with, whereas mm -hmm. the other people may have been a little bit more, like, uh, I don't want to say the word conservative because I don't want the political like, yeah, yeah, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like more stuck up in their ways. No, yeah. And so it's probably harder to change people like that, their mind. Mm -hmm. Like Don Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Don Cherry. Um, th the thing with Don Cherry, uh, he got fired from Coach's, Coach's Corner, Hockey Night in Canada. He had a show. He got fired from, well, I'm surprised that it took this long for CBC to fire him um, from his past uh, his past events, <laughs> uh, the, the the time where I thought they were actually gonna fire him is when uh, he was talking about the female hockey players, mm -hmm. and he called them a bunch of girls, and that was a big big thing in social media and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but the most recent thing that happened was uh, he was talking about. Um, Oh, yeah, refugees he's talking about refugees and he referred to them as you people mm -hmm. and basically telling them that they should wear they should no wear no poppies and yeah they told him that they should wear poppies but he called them you people mm -hmm. 
which a lot of people obviously did not like. But also the thing with that, well, he's a he's an old guy, right? He's mm-hmm. always been saying "you people." Yeah. Like he calls everybody "you people." <laughs> Literally everybody "you people." But I guess this time they, if the shoe Long fits, contrast. wear it. You know, they put one to the other. Um. But just like about Don Cherry, like, what do you think about Don Cherry? I think he's just another know, that, example. That's, that's 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 his like learned ways and conditioned ways just coming out. That's stuff that he he's had hidden within him, and then you know this is the one outlet that just allowed him to express who he really is, and well, for something. I don't, I don't know if that's that's something that should be um something he could get upset about you know not purchase not, want, not choosing not to purchase a poppy for whatever reason they may have he doesn't understand let's play devil devil's advocate okay let, let me let me go on uh don cherry's side uh-huh. for a second it doesn't mean I, I agree with don cherry let me just go on don cherry's side okay okay so why aren't you people wearing the poppy you know uh-huh. like our our soldiers fought for our freedom um everybody fought for this he- it's super disrespectful for you to come into our country okay wait it's super disrespectful for you to come in our country and uh-huh. not want to wear the poppy uh-huh. on november on remembrance day especially like when we brought you guys in here what's the issue guys you guys you people <laughs> okay but let uh, me play on the other side okay um in the eyes of like a refugee that's just come to the country mm. what the fuck is remembrance day <laughs> of course what is that i don't even know what that is why are people mm. telling me to wear this red poppy i don't understand can somebody explain this to me mm. maybe nobody explained it to them maybe they don't even know why are you getting mad at people when they don't understand mm-hmm I also think that some of the issue with that isn't necessarily that people disagree that what he said was wrong. I think a lot of people just disagree that he should have been fired because it's like a tradition where people would watch that with their families and listen to his commentary. So they're used to him being there. Um, This is not me saying that I agree that he should be there. I actually think he should have got fired way before this. Um, He's always been controversial. And I think the thing that people think is like, he's always been there. He's always been controversial. Why are you getting rid of him now when this has been his like mm-hmm. thing for so many years? And it, it kind of falls back to what we were saying. Like, is it okay to just turn a blind eye to something? Or is it okay to step in and mm-hmm. do something about it and change the culture? If you're turning a blind eye to it, you allow it to continue and... Right? Yeah. Also, I'm just wondering, like, there's so many people that don't think he should have been fired because of this tradition thing. But what does that say about, like, our society and where we're at in terms of, like, real acceptance? Because clearly we accept this kind of speech. Mm-hmm. And because it's tradition, people don't want to get rid of it. So. Wow. <laughs> so step Great up. points. Step up. Stop being that guy in the corner just mm-hmm. looking and watching with your iPhone, okay? <laughs> um, and other news that just happened yesterday actually today's friday andrew Shear <laughs> resigns from the conservative leader uh, conservative as being conservative party leader um and it was mostly because uh he has been dipping his fingers into the conservative party money bag to pay for his children's private schooling 
when he gets like over two hundred thousand dollars a year in salary, mm. his house write off, car write off. Why would you like? It's like you're not making ends meet, but you're getting paid so much. It doesn't make any sense. What, uh, do, you, what do you think about that? Like I being like a so. political leader, a mm-hmm. political party leader. Yeah. And using your party money to pay for your children's private schooling. Meanwhile, all our kids are going for public school and stuff. You know, we're not worried about that. I think it's just super disappointing. And it was super hypocritical of the character that he portrayed. Because mm-hmm. um, he always talks about like integrity, like being honest. And there's also all the Trudeau scandals that got brought up all the time, mm. saying how bad he was. And well, I do agree, he's done a lot of things that aren't cool. But you can't be doing things at the same time that go against what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, again, if I'm not sure, but it says it was going into conservative party um, funds. So I'm assuming he's taking from people who donated to their party. Mm-hmm. So that's a real big problem because he was voted in as leader. The people who donated to him believed in him and put their money in him and invested in him. Mm-hmm. And he's taking from those people to pay for something that he could very easily pay for on his own. And like Sheer basically ran his whole campaign off of like all the stuff that Justin Trudeau did wrong, just like what Emily said. But this guy's a crook himself. Like you have to sometimes you have to wear wear your throat. I forget the term, but be honest. Just be, be honest. honest. <laughs> just be, be honest. honest. Just be honest with yourself, man. You made the bed, now you have to sit in it, sleep in it, something like that. <laughs> That's something like that. Um, next, uh, like, uh, top candidates for the Conservative Party, um, is Rona Am- Ambrose? Yeah. Rona Ambrose? You've met, Emily's met Rona Ambrose. Oh, yeah, she just, there was, a, um, an event at U Ottawa where they had a bunch of, uh, female Conservative MPs come in and talk to us. Um, yeah, and she was... And also Pierre Polivier is also a top leader, a top candidate for being conservative party leader. Pierre Polivier is one of the best orators that I have ever witnessed live. Um, I witnessed him at question period at the Parliament Hill last year, and he knows how to talk. He knows how to rebuttal anybody's debates. Um, He's a very good speaker, and I think that like he could be one of Canada's greatest speakers of all time, to be honest. In my opinion, in my humble opinion. But moving on from Canadian politics, we are going to go to what it means to commit to being successful in sports. So what is that? I think we're all athletes here right now. Mm. Emily's the current all-star athlete. Um, So what does it mean to you to commit? So first of all, there's the time commitment, which is a lot. You have to commit it to daily, uh, daily hours of putting in, sorry, you have to commit time daily to put into your sport in terms of practicing. And practices, like I know I do like multi-events in track, so like pentathlons and heptathlons. So my practices are usually about three hours long because we're doing so many things at the same time and trying to get it all done. And then around that, you have to work with school, which is really hard. Um, and then surrounding the like time commitment, you also have to say goodbye to like a lot of your social life, a lot of any kind of drinking or partying. You have to c- 
commit to like lifestyle choices, like staying up, uh, not staying up late, sleeping, eating healthy. Um, working another job is like a huge issue too because it does impact performance mm. um, to go to work every day, but you also need money. So yeah. that's kind of like a, like a call. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mostly just like time management. Um, persistence is also a huge thing um, for being a good athlete. It's really hard, especially when you're in a rut. Mm-hmm. I was definitely in like a performance rut for like two or three years, which is huge because that was like my first few varsity mm-hmm. eligibility years and I was doing better in high school than I was. So that was really hard to get over, but you have to take the time to change. Now, when you mean rut, you mean like you hit a wall? Like I wasn't getting any PBs, which is personal bests yeah. um, mm-hmm. since I was in high school, which wasn't good at all. Um, but I changed coaches and I changed my commitment level to practice more. And what, have you been hitting PBs? Oh yeah, <laughs> last year was a big year. Hey, that's what's up. So, yeah, like, you played varsity basketball mm-hmm. um, for a while. Um, what does it mean, like, in your terms, what do you have to commit in order to be a successful basketball player or just a successful athlete? Like, what did you sacrifice? I think... I wouldn't say anything is being sacrificed because you have to take into consideration why are you doing this and what's the greater purpose. You want to excel and be the best you can be in the sport, then there's some things you're going to have to do. So what, what are those things? Committing to... Like, to for, practice, just to, for you. Like, what are those things for you? It doesn't have to be for anybody else. Mm-hmm. For myself, a big thing was making sure that you know, academics were were in good standings because in but, the past, but, I, I, aside from academics, aside, just aside like from, in yeah. order to be like, let's say you're okay. um, you're not in school, right? You're, in the, just you're in the NCAA because they don't do school there. Okay, mm-hmm. they just do sports yeah. <laughs> or NBA or whatever, right? What what would you have to do? Like, what would you have to commit to doing? Whatever, whatever sport you're training for it has to become your life. Mm-hmm. It has to become your everyday focus. And everything needs to be planned around that. So your meals, what you're eating, when you're eating, you know, how much sleep you're getting, how much rest you're getting. Because rest is so much, it's so important for recovery, especially if you're competing at um, a high level of whatever sport and it's important for your body to recover just as much as it is for you to put in the work and also practicing you know I found a lot of times people I would play with they wouldn't take that seriously or into consideration that it's not just during practice time, it's what you do outside of practice time mm-hmm. that's going to decide whether or not you're going to be a great player or you're going to be a bench player. Yeah. So all those things. Yeah. For me, um, we're going to commit to be a successful athlete. Basically, you guys touched everything. <laughs> you guys touched everything. Um, but most importantly, just having fun. I think yeah, that is important. one of the that most important so things important. that you guys <laughs> that you guys didn't mention is having fun while you're doing it. Because if you're not having fun, then why are you doing it in the first place? Mm-hmm. Having fun will also help you. Um, it will give you that energy booster that pre-workout can't give you. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it'll make you want to wake up for those early practices or those being the first one in the gym, last mm-hmm. one out. Um, I think just having fun is the most important thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. Obviously not like having fun going out, partying and all that, blah, 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 or just like not taking the game serious, but loving the game. Mm-hmm. Like having oh, yeah. fun, loving the game, you know? I don't want to disagree with that, but I kind of don't agree with that. Because for me, it's not really that I have fun being there all the time. It's more that I feel accomplished doing it. And I like mm-hmm. to see, you know, what I can do and that your the efforts you put in accomplish something. It's not, yeah. it's not that I go there every day and like practice is not fun. Even competitions I find really stressful. It's more yeah. like the results um, make all that worth it. Definitely. And also with the, with the having fun, it's, it's not always fun when you're, you know, stressing your body out, stressing yourself out mentally to to be the best you can be in this yeah. sport but it's also not fun to lose so you want to train as hard as you can so that you don't have to go through that i don't mean like having fun like goofing around and stuff like that i'm just mean enjoy what you're doing mm-hmm. not necessarily the practices because pra- well i mean you can have fun practice sometimes sometimes you know sometimes. when you get to scrimmage or yeah, you, you know, have you fun sometimes you know you don't have to run like um but obviously practice is meant for hard work no pain no gain that's the way i run um (laughs) no but like um making little mini challenge like when i played football right and if we're doing one-on-ones or if we're doing practice it's always a challenge for me Mm because i'm super competitive so um fun would what what's fun for me would be those mini challenges and practices or whatever let's say if we're doing one-on-one drills mm-hmm. i'm gonna f- lock you up <laughs> yeah. you're not getting past me or if we're doing sprints i want to be the first one there that's fun to me is putting in that extra hard work yeah to where like i can't breathe anymore but i just beat you yeah that's super fun to me but yeah, that's, that's like all that. that's all i mean by having fun mm-hmm. um obviously like joking around it's fun here and there but obviously mm-hmm. don't make a habit of it when, when do you think is the best time to joke around, have fun, or when, when, you, when you're competing? When you're competing, like, yeah. or like practicing? When, when you, either competing or practicing. Like, uh, competing, like I can't. When should you really uh, take uh, com- it serious? And competing, when if I'm, okay, let's say football, for example, because mm-hmm. that's all the examples I can use. Yeah. Football, um, if we're in a, in a game, having fun when we're having fun we're winning and yeah. we're all clicked as what like we're all one machine mm-hmm. one oiled machine moving it together yeah. different parts okay and we're winning everything is going right that's having fun losing is no fun like what you said losing exactly. not having fun and in practice mm-hmm. if we coming off of a loss that previous week there's no fun in there's practice, no my guy. You're not having no one fun in be practice. Smiling, no, I don't want to see no around. smiles on anybody's face. I'm gonna <laughs> smack that smile off your face. But if we won that previous week, yeah, a little bit of fun, but still, the job's not done. Mm-hmm. You have fun when you're holding that championship trophy. I think with track, it's really easy to tell when there's like fun time versus not because we have timed rests between mm-hmm. our runs. So on the rests, mm-hmm. yeah, you can joke around and have fun if you can. Yeah. If you're not dying. Um, but at track meets, like I do find I do better if I can find a way to enjoy it a little bit more or have fun. Mm-hmm. Like I always think like, especially when I do jumping events, like long jump or high jump, um, I'm always thinking like, I don't know if you know Peter Pan, the think happy thoughts and it'll <laughs> lift you into the air. I always think that when I compete, so I try and be happy, especially yeah. in jumping hey, that's events. Awesome. Also, also um, individual sports and team sports are way different, way different. Mm-hmm. Um, finding fun in an individual sport, it could be a lot harder and way 
more difficult than in a team sport because a team sport you have a whole bunch of different personalities and mm -hmm. let's say you're practicing you're practicing with all your position people and mm -hmm. you're going one by one whatever individual sport you have your you have your track mates to practice with right yeah but not all the time yeah so i find track is interesting because the commitment the commitment levels within your group to the sport can be very very different mm -hmm. um and I do think, like, for obviously with the team sport, that'd be more frustrating, I think, than an individual sport, the different commitment levels, because it affects mm -hmm. you more. I still think it's really irritating, though, in mm -hmm. an individual sport, because it ruins the atmosphere. But I think depend no matter what anyone else does, you can still find success mm -hmm. when it's individual. Mm -hmm. so. Definitely. And there are times, too, in uh, being in a team sport where you don't feel necessarily included with the team, like the chemistry isn't right. And that also affects whether or not you enjoy your experience or whether or not, you know, you get along or are affected by, yeah. by your teammates. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, like, if you don't have a right group around you, then mm -hmm. you're not going to have fun. But, like, I also think a, a winning team is a team that can all click and get together, like... If you look at all the winning, not every single winning championship team, but at least the winning championship team I was on, mm -hmm. um, we were all friends and we would all have each other's backs and everything like that. Even my favorite football team, the Philadelphia Eagles, when they won the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. every like it seemed like everybody was brothers on that team. Mm -hmm. And then now we're doing super poorly and you hear stories about there being trouble in the locker room. Mm. So having the right amount of people around you definitely makes it a lot more worthwhile mm -hmm. and it definitely brings the whole team together and you'll definitely perform a lot better together yeah this is off topic but back to like the motivation in track it is um hard a lot of times because sometimes there are practices where you're by yourself mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you're just running and you're in pain and you're trying to hit yeah. times and there's like no one there to push you no one there to motivate you wow. um Again, there's different commitment levels too, so it's not like you're on the same athletic like level as everyone in your group mm -hmm. when they are there. Um, so I do find sometimes it's harder to like make yourself go to practice, but mm -hmm. you still have to do it if you actually want to do well. You gotta have that killer mentality, that Mamba mentality. Mamba mentality. Kobe Bryant, he could be at practice himself, and he will still come out the winner <laughs> somehow. Or he can. Kobe Bryant just is a beast um when i used to do tracking track like long distance running i would there'd be a lot of training by myself as well but um like the way that i would have fun is <laughs> it's hard to think about because i don't even remember having fun <laughs> <laughs> running now the way i would have fun is like just run like if i see somebody like, let's say i'm practicing on a public uh road track mm -hmm. road or whatever if i see somebody in front of me I'm gonna try and like beat them yeah. or just setting like mini um goals like oh that lamppost over there mm -hmm. i'm gonna get to that lamppost over there <laughs> you know uh -huh. um and just like stuff like that and keeping positive mind as well um mm -hmm. it's always a good thing about training by yourself keeping positive music always helps too if you like listening to music if you can listen to music mm -hmm. um yeah just pushing yourself because if if you don't feel like you have pushed yourself at the end of your practice, then that's not fun, and you're feeling like you're cheating yourself a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I also think, again, especially with track, um, without the teammates, a big factor is the coach. 
like I find having a good coach makes a huge difference in the sport because obviously mm-hmm. you want to do things for yourself, but I think having that person there holding you accountable yeah. um, and also having someone that you want to impress be there makes you a way better athlete and makes it easier to motivate yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's having someone to, to impress is such a great motivator because I, I remember back in the days when I would train on my own, I would pretend, you know, if I was out at the basketball court putting up shots, training on my game, I'd pretend, you know, there was a coach out there watching me, scouting me, or, you know, I had some fans out there. So I try to show off a little bit while I was training by myself. So I used that as extra motivation, which was That's good, a right? great way to, to push myself. Yeah, it's like when you're like training in the gym, you know, you see a shorty walk in, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, damn, wait, put the 50s on. <laughs> Put the 50s on. It's like, bro, you're only lifting 10. 20. <laughs> 21. Put them on and help me lift this one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, definitely for sure. Um, even if my mom was uh, watching me play, I would just go up to a whole nother level. You yeah. know? There's something about, like, your family and your friends watching you. You just turn into another animal. You just want to impress everybody. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Um, moving on, though, from sports. <laughs> podcasts around the globe what what do you what do you guys think is the top three like if you guys were to have not looking at the statistics that you guys already <laughs> obviously see what would you guys think it would be like the most uh top three countries uh, that listen to podcasts number one i would say at least the u.s would, would be in there yeah yeah i would have guessed the u.s of a america <laughs> america um yeah like Number one, America, obviously. Um, number two, like, what would you have liked to see second? Uh, number two. Like, I would have thought maybe the UK or oh, Canada. Yeah, sure. I didn't think Canada would be up in the top. No? No. I would have thought Canada maybe, like, top five at least. Mm-hmm. But I'm about to tell you guys anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, actually, the third... Like the third most listening podcast country in the world is Sweden with 36% of the 30, 36% of the population that listens to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Next in the second place is Spain with 40% of population listening to podcasts. And first, which is super unexpected and we're going to break that market, trust <laughs> me, is South Korea with 53% of the population listening to the podcast. Wow. Soon to be fifty-three percent of the population listening to this podcast. Heck yeah, yeah. Um, but like <laughs> those numbers, uh, those numbers in countries, do they so? Do, do they shock any of you guys? Yeah, I didn't see South Korea coming, but here they are. I honestly didn't even see like Sweden coming in second place. I can understand Spain a little bit. Um, just off the fact that there's a lot of Spanish people in the world, um, but I thought there was a lot of English people in the world, and I thought there was a lot of Chinese people, people Chinese speaking people in the world, mm-hmm. but China is not even in the top ten. Um, the United States is in fourth, Canada is in sixth, and Australia is right behind us. Yeah, that's the only great surprise to me, the United States not being. You know, yeah. top three. That's the only expectation that I mm-hmm. had. Yeah. I think just like you always expect the U.S. to be at the top of any kind of <laughs> entertainment industry. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. In entertainment. Yeah. Podcast? Entertainment as well. Yeah. USA? None mm-hmm. of the top. What's going on? Do you think it's that the lack of uh lack of good content that they're mm-hmm. making? Or I don't know, like I feel like the US they always talk about news. News, 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 news all the time. So maybe not everybody just wants to listen to news. But I was doing some research into South Korean podcast, and it's a lot about news too. But it's more like in a they deliver it in a more entertaining, entertaining way, entertaining fashion. They deliver their news. Um, also, looking at all of the top podcasts um, around the world in each country, um, one that comes up a lot is Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. It's in like top three out of um, pretty much all of them except for Spain yeah. and Germany, because <laughs> they just listen to Spanish and German podcasts, and Joe Rogan doesn't come in neither of those languages. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, I think that it would be really cool to break into the South Korean podcast yeah, market. Let's, let's make our way into that market. <laughs> um, moving on from podcasting. Into next question that would probably spark a little bit of a debate here. Well, we uh, we were just talking about not using this word the other this day. This is different, though. This is different. Um. Well, yeah, we're talking about it right now. Why? Why is it okay? Wait, 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 wait. Don't say. Emily can read it. <laughs> Why is it okay for women to say bitch but not guys? Because it has a different connotation behind it. Because it feels a lot less. Uh, like, because there's less of a history of women, like, mm-hmm. uh, nah, what's the word? Bitch? No, no, bitch. <laughs> no, because there's a history of, like, men looking down on women is why yeah. there's so much of a negative connotation when a man calls, like, a woman a bitch. Whereas, like, a wo- if a female says it, you're more on, like, an even playing field. It's like a friendly. So, it's not necessarily friendly, because I definitely well, also use that word not friendly. A, okay. But it just has a different connotation behind it. It's like. You're on an even playing field. It's not as big a deal. Yeah. Um, I think you like when you were in the very first topic, I would almost compare it to like racially charged words. You wouldn't say that if you're not within the race, but it mm. might be okay if you're within that race. Yeah. Um, it's just a completely <laughs> different feeling. Understood. <laughs> um, what other things, what other words do you feel that like guys say that they shouldn't say? Well, <laughs> <laughs> On the, I put down um, slut. You can't call a girl a slut. Um, again, it's because of the double standard. Because a lot of guys, there's that thing where like guys can sleep around and if a girl does it, she's a slut. So you can't, mm-hmm. can't call women that. Even like other women shouldn't call women mm-hmm. that. Like I don't think anyone should call anyone a bitch either. But I don't think that's yeah. as big a deal actually as like calling another woman a slut. You know, I've heard I've heard the term man whore being used for for men. So is that? That's, that's like the opposite of that. That's like man horse slut. I think I think the proper term nowadays is fuckboy. Fuckboy? <laughs> no. I think I, I don't know about that. I think man whore is usually a joke. Like if it's being used, it's usually not being used seriously. Whereas slut mm-hmm. can be slut can be used as a joke. Um, yeah. but usually it's being used a little bit more seriously. And again, there's less of a history of like mm-hmm. men um, being looked down on for promiscuity versus women. But I feel like nowadays it's not something that's being looked down on anymore. You know, everyone's just, if as long as you're not 
in a relationship, you're open to like have, sleep, sleeping around. It's not being looked down on anymore. No, I'm saying like as it was looked down on, like for women before, like look sleeping around. Yeah, the idea of uh, being called a slut for it, or guys doing the same thing and not getting the same backlash. Treatment. I think yeah, I think right now it's not looked at in the same way as uh, you you want to be called I, I don't like using these words <laughs> you want to be called that <laughs> for for doing you know what the guys are doing as well you may not be called it outright but there's still a negative connotation okay. that has that like basis with the um, words with the words yeah mm. and again like just because a lot more people are okay with it doesn't mean that everyone is and I think there's still large segments of the population that look down on feminine promiscuity over male mm-hmm. so that's just what I feel so if you're a male don't say it <laughs> be respectful be respectful don't say it okay <laughs> I was wrong before I thought it was okay to say it but you know you learn unlike Don Cherry I wouldn't say that if you're a female either, though. You don't need to put other... No, no, no. You can say it if you're a female. No, not for Just sure. kidding. Don't say it either. <laughs> don't <laughs> say those words. Just don't be rude. Keep them out of your mouth. <laughs> Just don't be rude. And the other word that I hear, like, a lot of women really dislike is being called crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, being called crazy? What? Yeah, I've heard now a lot that's of... That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> um... But what if they're acting crazy? Exactly. I don't understand. I was like, <laughs> there's a lot of crazy ass women out here. I think again, it's just because like a lot of people feel like you use the word crazy to describe a lot of women, and a lot of what, people what, feel what, that what way. about those, what, what does crazy have to do with women, anyways? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if the shoe fits, then wear it, right? <laughs> but like, what does crazy hey. have? Like the word crazy have to like. I feel like if you think it has something to do with women, then it's probably because they're crazy. Or it's probably because you've heard that a lot, and a lot of women describe that way. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it doesn't, you know, I, I know someone. I've heard of some women that self-define and take pride in calling themselves crazy. So what's up with that? I mean, I think I got a uh, word for those girls, but I can't say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think that one is like less widely like as bad as the other two words but i do hear a lot of women who really hate when other women are referred to as crazy and you'll also hear it too with like men a lot of times like talking about their exes or something Mm -hmm. being like yo she was crazy and she was not crazy all the time but sometimes he was crazy that's nowhere near as bad as those other words that we were just talking about right no but i did i have heard a lot of other women say that that word really bugs them okay Um, i feel like that crazy word could be worse than some of those other words sometimes depending on the okay. right woman <laughs> using the wrong moment Ugh. but no i honestly would have to disagree with you emily um there are definitely <laughs> crazy women out there and i have met a few <laughs> You're you know who you are <laughs> there you go that's what i'm talking about no but you know who you are if you're listening right now don't dm me anymore okay no i'm just joking yeah, but Linda. <laughs> but no um yeah, like, I think if the shoe fits, then wear it, all right? If if you don't like it... Of course, but if, if I really think someone's crazy, I'm going to let them know they're crazy. But what if you think someone did something else? You're going to let them know? <laughs> something else? What you talking about? 
hey, if I have to let them know, I'm going to let them know. <laughs> no, I think just like the crazy thing has the same points as the other ones. As again, like people do sometimes feel like they have been undermined in the past or women have been called that more mm. often than men, I think is the issue. But I don't think as a personal note, it's as big a deal as the other two. And I think slut's the worst one. Yeah, just don't be so sensitive about it. Oh, that's not what I said exactly. That's that's the conclusion. (laughs) That's what we're coming down to. Um, so a lot of people love this thing, this this uh this food, this food. A lot of people love it. I don't know if Sunny loves it. You don't know if Uh, I what? Wait, hold on. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. A lot of people love love this certain food. Um, I actually don't like it, and every time that I mention it to people, people always are on my neck about it and like, bro, what is wrong with you? You're crazy. See, girls say that to guys too. Trust me. <laughs> but um, cheese. Mm-hmm. Is it? I feel like it's the most popular add-on for food you in know, the world for people that eat dairy. You know, cheese is actually addictive. Is it? Which is why many people. Then that's probably why people go so, so crazy over addictive. cheese, and they're like, "Bro, you must be out of your mind if you don't like cheese. What is wrong with you?" Mm-hmm. I wasn't eating cheese, I'd be doing crack. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, girl. <laughs> All right, that's, that concludes the podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I only like cheese on certain things, okay? I will only eat cheese on pizza, mm-hmm. tacos, nachos. Burritos. Mm, Burgers? No. No. I won't eat cheese alone. I won't cheese. Have cheese. you ever tried any plant-based cheese? No, and I don't want to try black trees. And uh, that, wait, what did you just say? That was my next question. Okay. What? What do vegan people substitute cheese with? Sadness. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're gonna start a big debate right now. Right. No, Are but you for, ready for this? For real, what do people? What do vegan people start? So there's cashew cheese. That's a substitute. Like made out of nuts? What if you're allergic cheese to nuts? Cheese made out of soy. Does it just taste like that? Does hmm? it taste like normal cheese? Yeah. Have you tried it? Of course I've tried. I've tried on my pizza. Mm. I've tried it. There's there's cream cheese as well, which is amazing. That's not dairy? It's not dairy. I don't even like cream cheese anyway, so. It's not dairy. (laughs) But this is delicious. Cream cheese is like the bottom of my list. Cream cheese is very good. Not going to lie. Hey, you should try, Emily, you should try the the vegan non-dairy cream cheese. I'll do it. And I'm sure you'd love it. I'll do a blind taste test, (laughs) and then we'll see if I can tell the difference. So, um, just for fun facts, um, I searched uh, top cheese-consuming countries in the world. Um, Tyrellville, zero. Okay? Um, Denmark is the top cheese-consuming country in the world. Um, That country, Denmark, consumes 28.1 kilograms of cheese per capita. The second highest consumer is Iceland, Mm -hmm. followed by Finland. Wow. Wow. That's all, like, they're all right beside each other. Interesting. Oh, okay, representing right here. Finland, she's wearing a Finland shirt. I'm wearing a Finland sh- a shirt in support of the cheese. <laughs> Vegan cheese, right? Plant-based. Nah. On dairy. I think that's just you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and every other vegan out there. Um, so if you are vegan, there are alternatives if you still love cheese and you just converted. Um, have you guys seen the movie Milan? The original? Mulan. The cartoon Mulan. Probably way back. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mulan is a great Run. movie. Um, it's princess. She's a princess. I don't know if 
No, no, no. She wasn't a princess, was. but she's a warrior, and a her warrior. dad gets her dad gets well. She's not a warrior yet. Her dad gets called to fight in uh, the military, like this war, and he was about to go. But her daughter, um, she's like, ah, he's old. Let me go <laughs> take his place. But she's a woman, and they can't allow, don't allow women in the military. So she dresses as a man, and then uh, she had like dragon spirits helping her along the way and stuff. It's a really great movie. Okay. And it was a cartoon Disney movie. Um, they're coming back live action. Mm. I saw a trailer recently, uh, Mulan trailer, and it looks really good. And it's live action now, so it's actually real people. And the trailer just looks super sick. I think it's gonna be way cooler than the original. Maybe that's that's a it's a big maybe because the originals, the OGs, are always the best. But mm. yeah, I think it's really really cool. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that, and I literally got, like, chills Whoa. when I watched it. And I had a very negative attitude going into it, because I always hate when Disney movies try and make, like, a live-action version of it. I always think it's trash. No offense to people who actually uh-huh. like them. I really dislike it. I have, like, a strong viewpoint that, like, if something's good, let it be. Mm-hmm. Don't ruin it. Just leave it at that. But this looks really good. I agree. I saw it, too, and I was like, I love originals. Trust me. I love originals. And especially when they make a live action, and you're like, mm, is this gonna work? Like Peter Pan or something? Hey, but you then know what you really watch worked? it, and you're like, whoa, sick! Peter Pan with Jeremy Sumter did work. Um, <laughs> let me just say, just put it out there. Anyone um, who was 12, I, I was probably like 12 when I remember it. He was like my first crush. Um, that is the best oh. movie ever made. <laughs> so that was one case where Disney. Well, it wasn't even Disney remake. It? No, it was no, just, it was a, just a new movie. But it was a good movie, so that one was okay. But other than that, mm-hmm. speaking of uh, crushes, Jessica Alba, shout out, <laughs> shout out Jessica Alba. Um, another trailer that I saw too, um, which is a sequel, is a Double O Seven trailer. I don't know if you guys seen that, but you don't have to see it anyways because mm-hmm. he's still white. <laughs> And that's not a knock for 007. Um, I just find it crazy um, how people are are getting so, so like, um, caught up with this. Um, make J- James Bond uh, Idris Elba. Like, why isn't James Bond black? Like, mm-hmm. like we're such a diverse. Oh, Idris Elba. He's, he's not, not. He's not gonna be. No, no, he's not. Oh. And nor should he. I was looking forward. To and nor should, he. nor should no, he. No, look, I, I did. Look, let me, let me, yeah, let yeah, me yeah, say yeah, this, yeah. okay? So a lot of people, they're like, ah, why isn't 007 black, right? Well, uh, let me think about this. Um, when was he black? Mm-hmm. You guys know when he was black? I don't think so. I don't think there was a time that he was black. So why would you just automatically go, uh, the guy that's always been white should just now be black. It, 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 is the Hulk magenta? <laughs> no, he's green. He's always been green. Magenta been white because he was created in like 1953 i think still and like the hulk was created a while ago too he's still green like i I think he's gonna be purple or red soon i understand it's different and everybody wants to be diverse but it's Mm -hmm. also a brand and like i know brands change but i mean if 007 was always white then what like why would you have to make him black just to um a just to please a certain audience of people when they're still going to watch the 007 movie anyways. Probably not. Why? 
You're not going to watch it because he's not black? I, I'd watch it, but there are people out there who would be like, oh, I'm going to go check this movie out because there's a black man playing this. Idris Elba is playing this position. No, but there's not. No. There's plenty of movies that you could watch Idris Elba in. <laughs> Trust me. Like, Idris but Elba, in this, with this character, people would want to see him. I don't really think that like the race of the character though in this particular movie matters. Like I feel like you should just give it to whoever's best. He doesn't have to be white. He doesn't have to be black. Just whoever additions in is best for the mm-hmm. part. And it's the same guy, Daniel Craig. He's been the best for a while. Um, um, also, like, what if what if we did change 007 to black? Okay, mm-hmm. right? Because we listen to the people, right? Listen to people. Ah, oh, 007, you want him black? Okay, we'll get him black. Okay, now. Since we made 007 black, Black Panther, White Panther. How about that? Huh? You can't change we his name. His name is Black Panther. Too. You can't say White Panther. Okay, Black Panther, and he's going to be white. Would you like that better? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Depends who's who's <laughs> playing. They have to find another good actor It's also play different because the, the issue with that is, like, again, the whole thing of, like, I think it was, like, black people are less represented in film. And they're always, then they're not always represented in like similar lights. So that if you were to get rid of a black character, it'd be very different than getting rid of a white character. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, it's the same thing. Is it really the same thing? So uh, another t- last topic before we go to the music shout out and this or that. Um, everybody's posting their most listened to artists and songs on Spotify as well as Apple Music they're also doing it too it's just a little harder to find you have to press a link or whatever but um, what do you guys think about that do you care or not I I did post mine just this just to show the last track that was on the list and it was a, a motivational uh, speech that I listen to often so I like that that showed wanted to share that i cared i went on people's stories that day just to see what music they <laughs> listened to i wanted to go and comment on my friend's stuff see if they listened to anything that i listened to uh-huh. thought it was fun <laughs> i also care but also don't care <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why i care is because um i care because uh it looks cool and um like it's interesting seeing like what everybody's favorite artists are and stuff I don't mm-hmm. care because I don't have a Spotify membership, so I can't <laughs> see it like how you guys are seeing it, and it's not the same. I have Apple Music. They do the same thing, too, but it's a little different. It's not as hype, so that's mm-hmm. why I don't care, so I don't care about your guys's. But I do care because it's cool, and it's interesting, and, and my top artist was Drake, so shout out, Drake. I think mine was Meek Mill. Meek Mill? Mine was Lana Del Rey. Hey, shout out Lana Del Rey. Um, moving on to the Ty's music shout out. Music shout out of the week is an album from Tranada. The album is called Bubba. Tranada is like a sick uh, DJ slash producer slash yeah DJ slash producer. Uh, he's from Montreal. Uh, he's basically a legend now. Uh, he's in the EDM electronic industry, mm-hmm. music industry. That's his genres. So I first the first song I can remember that I heard from Kachinata was like I think 2013 maybe, mm-hmm. um, and the song was uh, it was a remix from Banks. The artist was Banks. Shout out Banks too. She's a really lovely singer. Banks and the song was called Waiting Games, and it was a Kachinata remix. Super dope song. Um, and another song that I've heard about him uh, that you guys might know is uh, Solange. Cranes in the Sky. Solange is uh, Britney Spears. 
Whoa! What? No. Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce Knowles' sister. Like... My bad. Britney Spears. I was thinking about Britney Spears earlier today. Somebody <laughs> talked about her like the other day uh, or something. Yes, Emily did. That's why I have Britney Spears in my head. I'm sorry. My so, bad, Solange. I love you. Um, okay, Solange, Cranes to the Sky. Um, and then another song is The Internet's Girl, and they're all produced by Kay Trinata. Um, the album that I want to shout out this week from Kay Trinata is called Bubba. Uh, it's super dope. It brings it back to that old school. Like it's just like the album. It's just the type of album that you just want to groove and start dancing to. So when you put it on, make sure you're not in the car or anything. Make sure you have enough space around <laughs> you that you could bust out a couple moves. Okay? Why? Because you can't multitask and drive at the same time? <laughs> exactly it's just you don't have enough space you have to move your legs and stuff and it's just not enough space to get down Uh, you gotta get down anyways okay we're not gonna get back into that time for this or that delivery or delicio delivery why Uh, that was the first thing that came to my mind so it must be true delicio what is delicio do do they even have any plant-based options man I'm going for the delivery because I'm going to get some, some plant-based pizza, some yeah. vegan cheese on that pizza. Uh, some pineapple, yeah. There has to be some pineapple on that pizza, too. I don't know. It's not delivery. It's Delicio. I'm going for Delicio because shout out Delicio. <laughs> you just put it in the oven. It's ready 10 minutes. I don't have to wait for anything. Uh, minutes, tattoos what? or no tattoos? No tattoos. Why? I mean, it doesn't really matter. It was just like tattoos or no tattoos. I just feel like if there are tattoos, they should be nice and well thought out or tasteful. Mm. So yes, tattoos or no tattoos? <laughs> well, I mean, I just said no because it's an easier answer. Because okay, so, uh, if you get a bad tattoo, it's bad. But if you have no tattoos, there's no tattoo. So you can't have a bad tattoo if you don't have a tattoo. I like Got that. <laughs> oh, so no tattoos. Mm. I would say it has to be well thought out for me to be putting that permanently on my skin. You know, I'm not against it. So, well, I don't, I don't know of anything I would want to have tattooed on me yet. So, for no now, then, for now, no tattoos. I'm not right. against it. I'm gonna have to disagree with both of you guys again and say tattoos because I have like two already. So, I'm gonna have two more and two next week. <laughs> uh, baseball or cricket? Baseball. You don't really have to give an explanation for that. Baseball. <laughs> I'm definitely- actually cricket. Cricket. Why? Because I've never tried it before. It'd be okay. I'm Indian, some, so I'm definitely going with baseball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too hot or too cold? Food. So in reference to food, too cold. You could have pizza in the fridge the day after. Mm. <laughs> cold pizza? Cold pizza, it's cold pasta, cold anything. Ooh, subs that have been in the fridge for a day that are all nice and soggy. Oh, slow down. Uh, what? Hey, you cut off. You cut off. <laughs> <laughs> too cold or too hot? Food. Damn, there's no in between there, huh? Nope. <laughs> Shit. Yo, you know what? You make a good point with the too cold. Cause if it's too yeah, hot, it's I ain't gonna. Good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to eat it. Yeah. You know? it's facts. <laughs> I'm gonna have to agree with both of you guys on that one. I'm not eating too hot food. It's burning my mouth. Um. <laughs> resort or off resort? For I guess when you're traveling, traveling on a trip. Oh, hostels, off resort. Get to meet people. Awesome. I like that. I like that. So I've never been on a resort and I've only ever been 
um, like in the village or wherever I'm traveling. So, so far that's been a good experience for me and I'd like to go into a resort one day just to experience it. But I prefer off the resort right now because you get to go adventure mm-hmm. and learn about the culture mm-hmm. even more. I will choose the resort because that all is inclusive baby <laughs> baby <laughs> baby <laughs> all inclusive but also i i went to cuba and i stayed on a resort and i met some really really great people and some life-changing i've met some people that made me rethink my thought processes and stuff um mm-hmm. i met some really good people from all around the world and the great thing about resorts is that you can leave your resort obviously and go and travel in the world you don't have to stick on your resort the whole weekend and go get an airbnb outside in the city if you want to go experience life outside in this city um next one <laughs> is cats or dogs <laughs> i'm a cat person I love cats. I, I would say dogs. I have a dog at home. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a dog, right? So obviously I'm going to choose dogs. Um, yeah, I like cats too. You know, a tiger's my favorite animal, but he's not a cat still. You said uh, what? A tiger's my favorite animal. That is a cat. I know, but he's not like a domestic cat, okay? <laughs> like a little feline. Yeah. Pussycat dolls. Shout out to Pussycat dolls. Um, so that concludes episode numero ocho. Uh, thank you for listening to us another week. Um, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Google Music, basically anything. Podcast.com, radio.com, basically everything. What's the big deal.ca is our website. Um, if you want to reach out to us, we have Instagram at What's the Big Deal Podcast. We have Twitter at Podcast Big Deal. And we have Facebook. Just search What's the Big Deal.